I'm Mirror. I'm Bells. And this is Mirror and Bells. And what are we talking about today, Bells? First, 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 I gotta say got it because it's recording. And second, I want to say congratulations to you for graduating and getting a real job. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a life achievement. That's a life achievement. Yeah, honestly, like, I kind of realized maybe, like, yesterday or two days ago kind of how lucky I am because a lot of people don't get, like, not only a real job, but a job in their major, like, right after they graduate. Like, I graduated in May, and I just finished my first week of my job. So I'm pretty lucky. Well, it's not really luck. It's hard work because, like, it's a little bit of luck and a little bit of hard work because I'm sure everyone, you know, works hard in college. And, like, you're, you know, the job they want just to come to them. So I mean, sometimes, but you were actively looking for a job prior. I don't think they actively look for jobs. I think I think some of it is the lack of luck. But like, I think that a lot of people were like, I'm going to focus on finishing school. And then they're not taking time to like go on interviews or like look around and see what their options are for straight out of college. Because I know there's companies that want people straight out of college because you can mold them to what you want them to be. But there's other people who don't want that. But like you, I don't feel like that's luck. I think because you looked around because there was what that one place that you wanted to work and you just blatantly didn't get it. Yeah. But like, Are you talking again, about that internship? Yeah. Because yeah. again, that internship could have turned into a job. And like, because you continue to look, you got the result that you wanted. You didn't give up. Yeah. And to be on this note for 30 more seconds, what made me think about that is because I was listening to this creepy pasta mm-hmm. and this girl was talking about how she was working at Walmart, even though she graduated in psychology and she like felt so bad because, you know, she got this degree and everything and couldn't find a job. And I'm like, I feel like like a degree in medicine should be like one of the, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I feel like it should be one of the easiest majors to find a job in. Like, well, you don't have too many doctors, too many psychologists, too many therapists. I don't know. Well, anyways, um, so what are we talking about today, Bells? We're going to be talking about the first episode of season two of JJK. Nice. It came out last week at the time of this recording. We are recording the Saturday after the second episode has came out. Um, yeah, because now I'm the busy so one. <laughs> I've been that? busy. I, I've been busy. I'll take this one because I, I, I gave her a hard time every other time. It was me. <laughs> My goofy self wanted to take six-week classes like a bozo. Yeah, during the summer of all times. What were your first impressions of the first episode? I'll tell you mine. This looks like Chainsaw Man. <laughs> that is exactly what she called me and said. That is a factual statement. My first, basically, the first things I thought was like, it, I think the animation changed to give it a nostalgic feel. Because when you look at the opening and they show Gojo, it's back to the regular animation. And yeah, like you is. notice everybody's very much smiling. I feel like the anime itself is a bit brighter, but I, I notice like in action scenes and like when there's conflict in JJK, the story gets darker. Mm-hmm. But that's because I watched a couple, I rewatched a couple episodes and I rewatched the movie before season, the the um season came out and stuff. So that's the only reason why I noticed that. But also, um, one of my first impressions was that Mei Mei was hot as hell. Like, bro, I don't know why she got that haircut with the braid in front of her face because she is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, no, her her hairstyle is very interesting. Also, something I noticed about her, I was like, I was like, she always been about the money. Why she ain't married to a billionaire yet? Like, what is she doing? On God. <laughs> She's always been about the money. Like, 
she's talking about some oh we were in there for two for days, days they're gonna the have pay. to pay yeah they're gonna have to pay me my fees like yo like, how you gonna pay them for time you didn't even know went by <laughs> hey look she worked the time she how worked are the you time. gonna make them pay for time that you didn't look, even know went by? she w- she was on the clock you better leave my girlfriend alone oh my gosh she's attached Nah, I liked her. I liked her in the movie, and I liked when she was scamming Gojo. So like, I have multiple edits of her from back in the day in my phone. But like, I don't know. It was the way. It was the haircut. It was the way she like. They turned the camera in one scene, and like she like put her hand on her hip. I was like, she trying to seduce me. What? <laughs> oh, no. I, you don't understand. There's some like usually women don't do it to me, but women like that do. Oh my gosh, but I have a problem. Yeah, my first thought is that this kind of looked like I don't know when I was watching it the first time, I was like, this looks like Chainsaw Man. But then when I watched it again, I was like, I guess this doesn't look exactly like Chainsaw Man, but it looks like they were trying to like trying to like emulate that look or like that animation style. Kind of like it looks like a CGI, even the way they even the way they move because I was re watching it. And so what was that show called? Anji Demi-Human? That show, I think, is 100% CGI. And, like, you can tell because sometimes the way the characters move are, like, really unnatural. And I don't really know how CGI works, so maybe it's just, like, how that program works. But they kind of move like that in this episode. Like, Utahime, when Mei grabbed her shoulder behind her, and she was like, like the way she moved in that scene was like so weird. I don't know. That was kind of weird. Also, in in the second episode that aired a couple of days ago, I think it was two days ago, the way that like Ghetto was like beating the guy up, it was yeah. like he was moving in fucking slow motion. Slow motion. Like, and yeah. then he wasn't though. And I was like, okay. I mean, that was that was probably for like artistic effect and for us to see like that he was really beating her because they they made us think that ghetto like actually broke a sweat or whatever it was like surprised and yeah and then, and then you just like plan. yeah and then he like clicked back to like him beating the shit out of this man right. like he didn't have to do that old man like that I was that old man was playing on his top though i know he was talking about some he was talking about him like he could read his entire mind like you can't go into a battle thinking you know everything. I don't know. I don't know. Also, I don't know why they made Shoko look so much like Nobra. Jocelyn made that comment. She looks so much like Nobra. I didn't even know who she was at first. I was like, oh, who's that cute person with the... I was like, there ain't no way that's Chainsmoker. There's no way that's Chainsmoker. I was like, what's in her hand? I was like, yep, that is Chainsmoker. <laughs> and, and I smoker? remember in the in the present in season one she's always smoking mm. but no how utahime got that big scar across her face i don't know i i don't know i'm i'm torn between her unscarred face design but that the scars make her look mature but also this is like years in the past because they're like 28 now yeah gojo's 28 now what are they here she's a second year here first year second year yeah, so she would be like 16, 17. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Also, I like I like the art style change because it depicts how young they look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially, it does, you're right. It does give like a nostalgic vibe, kind of like a filter. Mm-hmm. Especially Gojo with them big ass eyes. He got them eyes are huge. 
they're they're really showing off his eyes and also so something that um a youtuber brought up um that i watched is when they were reacting to jjk is how only the main character because you know how in anime usually like characters just have crazy designs but in this show only the main characters have designs have crazy designs like megumi's hair that that defies gravity Gojo always wearing a blindfold. Like only the main characters have crazy designs, and then all the NPCs have like regular character designs. And so, some what someone was said was like, "How are they just walking the streets and ain't nobody like staring at them? Ain't nobody like talking about them?" But then someone, some girls walked past and was like, "What's up with the blindfold?" He was like, "Finally, someone noticing this like monstrosity that's going on." And it happened again this episode where, or this is the second episode, sorry, but I'll just talk about it since I'm already on the. I'm already talking about it. When he went into the class to pick up the little girl, I don't forgot her name, Tengen-sama's vessel, someone was like, oh, why are your eyes blue? Which is a valid question. They should ask why his hair is white because he's supposed to be Japanese. Why you got white hair and blue eyes? The frick is going on here? And why are you 6'11"? Like, well, he's not 6'11", but... He's 6'4". <laughs> or, well, he's 6'4 as the 28-year-old. So he's probably six feet where he is back then. Yeah, it's like, there are a lot of things. There are more things wrong here than just his eyes being blue. <laughs> First of all, I want to talk about them goofy ass walks him and Ghetto had. Them shits were atrocious. <laughs> walks? Yes, where where Gojo was like walking, oh, his whole body like leaned back like this, and then Ghetto was walking like this, like yo, what are y'all doing? That basketball scene was crazy. Like, what is going on here? Why are you guys NBA players all of a sudden? Where did you learn these tricks? Oh my god, like, are y'all supposed to be sorcerers? So while we're talking about episode two. Me and Mirror were talking about the fact that that um we were arguing about Toji Sans. And I kind of have to agree with her sentiment now because this man really sat in somebody's face <laughs> and said, you're me, your son. <laughs> nah, I will never call that man sexy ever again. I cannot condone that behavior. So who is nah. that? <laughs> that no, scene he, literally i'm watching this scene by myself in my room and that scene literally made my mouth drop i was like did he just say who is his own son yo man look i never wanted to give this a thing it's only july and i think i already know who the clown of the year is okay oh my gosh there's no, we've insane. we've never experienced something like that be for real who's been such a bad father to forget their own kid's name well, never mind. I Hoshino was mixing her kids' names up. That's because they're twins. Wait, but one's a boy and one's a girl. So exactly. I, I, she was calling Aqua Ruby and Ruby Aqua. She got it together in the end, but like he straight up said, "Who is that?" Like, right, imagine she's on her deathbed and she's like, "Ruby, um, I'm Aqua." <laughs> that would be so messed up. I would feel like my mom doesn't like give not one fuck about me. <laughs> but um, Rick. I know that scene was crazy. Honestly, like every scene with Toji has been like crazy. First of all, he's a chronic gambler, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> don't, nobody who gambles like that need to have a kid. Also, where's your wife games. at? We have not seen not one scene of this woman. You have a wife because you mentioned your wife, but like, anyways, um, what else happened this season? Okay, so I guess we could talk about like the main, or was it the main part, but like the intro mission. Ruzihime and Meimei are in the freaking domain space or something. Mm-hmm. And they get... That That scene... I mean, that whole thing was weird. First of all, well, did I miss something? Was that Utahime's first mission? Because why was she... First of all, why did she need a flashlight? Second of all, why was she so scared? 
I think she might have been nervous more than scared. And I say that because she had um she had May May there who was a first grade. And remember, when you're under a certain rank, you have to be accompanied by a first grade. Mm-hmm. Also, she was talking about promotion. So that might have been her mission to turn into a first grade. Mm. That that was crazy. And then but, um, but if she got jitters like that, she don't need to be a first grade. And then Gojo forgetting the veil, very classic, very in character. Very in character. I mean, the way that I'm seeing it right now, especially because I rewatched the movie recently, it's seeming like Gojo and um Ghetto kind of like changed places. And also I love how they refer they're the only characters that refer to each other as first names. Yeah, I know. I noticed. I was like, Satoru, the frick is that? Oh, that's good. That is Gojo's. Yeah, okay. see, because you know me, I'm a first name lover. I know. That's what y'all don't know. Off of, well, uh, more off of recording than on recording, I like to refer to them as their first names. And Mir would be like, who? And I'd be like, that's Gojo. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and she says I should not refer to them as their first names if the characters are not going to do that. So, well, because it's just confusing. I just don't know what you're talking about. Well, first of all, they're SS, so I'm not calling them Shuguru and Satoru. So, no. I call them by whatever the characters in the show are calling them. Uh, well, you know what? I do call Kugasaki Nobra, though. That's just because Nobra is easy, easier to see. Yeah, when their last name is harder than their first name. Sorry, but you're going to have to take that first name. I don't care if that's disrespectful. <laughs> As for convenience. But what did you think about the opening scene with Ghetto? I liked it. Uh, I like him. I like you him. You like Ghetto? Mm-hmm. I, I like when he explained what, how, um, how curses taste. Oh, yeah. That, um, that scene, specifically the whole scene itself, um, it made me realize why in the movie he was like putting them in his shirt. Because if they taste like that, you would not want to be eating them in front of people. That's one. And two, you would not want to be eating them the moment you acquired them. Yeah, I'd be like, well, I need to, I need to like hype myself up, okay? I need to know what I'm getting into. Yeah, like I need I need a drink or something. For real. You get chased. Because because the way that he described them was like they were the <laughs> nastiest things he's ever consumed. He said it tastes like life. a rag that's wrapped up poop and vomit. What? That's such a like what a way to describe something. Like you're describing the nastiest thing you ever taste, and that's the way you just decide to describe it. Vomit and poop. Not one or the other. Because most people just say, like, mm. oh, it tastes like crap. Nah, he had to go the extra nine miles. <laughs> he also went to say that it felt like he, he could taste how unsanitary and immoral they were. Like, that's crazy. That makes me feel like he used to be a good person. I, okay, we, we talked about this briefly. It doesn't seem like any of the sources are good people. Like, it's not, like, JJK isn't, like, a story where, like, the quote-unquote good guys are, like, all very, like, self-righteous, are all about justice and stuff like that. It doesn't seem like any of the sorcerers care about justice like not even really Megumi like when they were in the first season when they had their first mission and that like prisoner came up and he was like and he had half his body cut off like he had no sympathy and I know he did commit some crimes but like he was like yeah I came in here to save the people that I can save and it is what it is like dang <laughs> you're 15 you don't feel a little bit bad something you know what but in the English dub we do sound like a 40 year old man so who knows also he was raised by Gojo so like that is probably the worst person morally to be raised by. That's a good point. Gosho literally asked somebody in the first episode, 
if you beg me, I won't kill you. <laughs> That's the one and only rule. Like I was looking at I was looking at Gojo the way I was looking at Ghetto in the movie. I was looking like, but Ghetto definitely won me over in the movie, calling people monkeys and stuff. So yeah, that's crazy. How would just be calling people monkeys? That is crazy. But um, it's even worse in English. I just think, and and that's really common in anime, like characters calling other characters monkeys. Like they do that in Kuriko no Basket too. Uh, Fire Force, like they, that's like a thing. Maybe that's like a common um, insult over there. I don't know. First, I'm never letting Shimura <laughs> go for that. He called a black man a gorilla. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know how we didn't catch that. I don't even remember that scene. I had I saw it again on TikTok and that's when I realized he called him a gorilla because that went over my head when I was like watching it the first time. Yeah, I don't even because when I was watching it, yeah, when you sent me the edit, I was like, what the frick? But I was like, I, was I not was I not appalled when I saw the scene? Like I, maybe it didn't it, register, like I don't know. <laughs> I think it didn't register because Sharon went to beat his ass like a drum so whatever he said wasn't valid he wasn't the MC in that fight he was getting beat like a side character he was getting beat up like plot fodder Sharon threw him through a building and then went and chased him down to clap him through some more buildings like that was yeah, that, dude, that dude was just strong for no reason like as soon as he came on the screen I was like oh my god whatever they're trying to do they're not getting to it <laughs> Nah, I knew they were losing that fight after I saw that. When he had a squad hyping him up and the floor started exploding, I was like, oh, nah. This is not one of them. They're going to let the black person get beat up. <laughs> okay. but um, Okay, so we talked about the opening scene. Talked about the scene with Utahime and Meime. What else happened? Oh, yes. The like most important part. The whole Tengen-sama thing. Um, I don't know. I, okay, I watched the first season a while ago. Um, and the only seasons I rewatched were the ones where Megami is fighting and the one with Gojo fighting Jogo. So I didn't really rewatch for plot, but this is my first time hearing the term Tengen Sama. Because we're not talking about Tengen Uzui. We're not talking about Tengen Uzui. <laughs> so this girl is a, apparently supposed to be, and I done forgot her name. And the funny thing is, is I just watched the second episode, but this girl is supposed to be the vessel for Tengen Sama. And basically they have to keep her safe because there's a 30 million bounty well that's in the second episode but there's a we might as well just say this is the first and first and second episode review anyways but she has a 30 million yen bounty on her head so they're trying to keep her safe for the vessel for tank sama um but do you remember anything about tank sama from the first episode or the movie nope and it says that it, their anime debut there's a mention in episode 18 so we've never seen this person on screen. Well, I mean, technically they mentioned um old dude from the movie like Yuta. seven times and it went right over our heads. <laughs> nah, we no, no, I'm not gonna say that because me and you were both looking at each other like, who is that? Oh no, in the opening, yes. When he came up in the opening, we were like, Who the frick is that? But when but I didn't realize his name came up until I knew his name. Like when I was rewatching the first season and then they were like, Oh, they literally said his name. I was like was I, did I never question who the frick that was? I mean, maybe I questioned at the time and I just forgot. I found out who he was. And then I told you that he was at the end of the opening with the black guy because I was watching a video on Jujutsu Kaisen chapter zero because I thought it was not going to be anything. And then somebody that was, when I was watching the video at the time, they were like, oh, they're making a movie on this. So I stopped watching it immediately because I'm not trying to spoil myself. They're going to write a movie about somebody. Now I did hear 
I don't know if this rumor was true, but they were saying on the internet that like Yuta was supposed to be the main character, which I don't know how his story would go, but they they decided to scrap that idea. So he definitely could have been the main character. His his curse was very interesting, but his curse was revolved in the movie was resolved in the movie. So I'm not even. I mean, yeah, but he cursed her, so that gives him power. Mm. That was a good twist. How he was actually cursing her and not the other way around. Yeah, because we thought she was the curse. Right. But then when you think about it, I was like, I mean, you literally did beg her not to die. Like, what is she supposed to do? Just leave you? Hey, look, if you die, I'm going to curse you. <laughs> Wait, what? And we're going to be out. What? You know what? That That's a good point. In that scene. Okay, we're just going to drive past that. Like, she didn't say that. Let's do that. <laughs> but in, in the scene where Ghetto was dying or whatever, I don't know what Gojo said to him in the movie i'm very intrigued about what he said to him and i want to know by the end of this season what he said to him like i'm very intrigued also he was like you could have at least spewed some curses my way so you could live okay things i want to know by the end of the season is how Uzuhime got that big scar across her face um we need a backstory on Mei Mei and why she's so obsessed with money um we need to know I was about to say, we need to know why Gojo is a psychopath, but it seems like he's already a psychopath at the beginning of the season. So I, I, how, how did he get like this? I think he's just like that. There's some people, like, they just wake up and they're born like that. Ugh. Gosh. Unfortunately, what, I, I think I've said this on a past episode, but if I haven't, what made me realize that there was something off with him was when he just unapology, unapologetically stepped on that anthill during that baseball filler episode <laughs> and like, then laughed yeah like i was like who just does this right now yeah who does even it? even as a child you don't enjoy doing that that much no i don't also, enjoy killing animals i guess also the way he was ripping people's head off also um there's a scene that they changed like um when yuji there's a scene where he gives him the finger and like he's a in his um in his grandpa's like where he's buried and stuff which is inside which was i don't know maybe that's a cultural thing but in the in the manga he was like on a public park bench when he gave him sakuna's finger so i was like because i was watching differences between season one and the manga for season the parts that we covered and they were like yeah nah he just like straight up gave him that junk on a bench like he didn't care like there was no privacy i was like that's kind of heinous he knew he could kick your ass. Like, that's what that was giving. <laughs> right. Like, either do this when I say, do this when I say you're going to do it, or you're going to die. I, I do think her, his, his ego is still huge. But I will say, compared to him as a teenager, it's definitely, like, tame. Oh, yeah. also, in the second episode, we got we got some names on what Gojo has. He has, like, what, infinity eyes? Whatever the frick, whatever the frick. Um, the six eyes. The yeah, the six, six eyes. And the six eyes and like something levitating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he actually explained his ability. But also he did he tried to wait, wait, wait. This is another thing that like again proves our point of him being a psychopath. He at point blank range pointed right at him. Like that wasn't gonna blow him out of existence. And then was like, I failed. <laughs> Like, oh, I thought I was going to do it this time. And, like, he didn't even care about what that girl was saying. He was more worried about why Akka didn't go off in his face. Like, oh, my gosh. that Them just storming the school like that was crazy. Like, have you guys, you guys have no cooth? No, clearly. 
Like, those are the wrong people to send if you want to include. I'm also wondering what um the doctor, what her ability is. Maybe she's like um like Yasuno from Bungo Stray Dogs. Possibly. It might be because in the opening she straight up punched somebody who was injured. So I don't know. Girl, I don't know. Maybe maybe she's just is she a doctor or like a mortician? I don't even know anymore because in the movie she was acting like a doctor, but in season one she was acting like a mortician. I don't question nothing about JJK no more. I don't even know. The JJK yeah. tells things out of order. Like, how come we didn't know? We didn't even know, like, the ranks of the sorcerers until what? Like, episode six? I don't even know. They told it to us gradually, but they, like, didn't tell us, like, to how they got those ranks until, like, later on, which I'm pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure Gojo paid Mei Mei to, like, give a recommendation. I think he that's what he was giving her. Something her I forgot what it was. He, I think he paid her to give them a recommendation because your teacher can't give you a recommendation. Anyways, so they've been hyping up Toji, uh, Megumi's dad, on the internet for what, like two years, like a, like yeah. a year before this season end, this season aired, like a year or two ago, they were hyping up Toji. I don't know what he did in the manga. He did something in the manga, but they was hyping them up. So how do you feel seeing him on screen now? Y'all can't see my face, but she can see my face and like just be okay. So how do you feel? Just how do you feel about how they so pretend he's not like an actual garbage human being, but how do you feel about them hyping up like the way he looks and like oh yeah, I feel like I feel like they nailed how the women were drawing him on TikTok. Like I felt like they you were like, what if he comes out and he's like not as sexualized as they have him, but he came out in the opening with the tightest skin tight shirt I have ever seen. <laughs> like they're definitely that, sexualizing him, bro. That I like. I was like, the women were right. The women on TikTok, they were right. They're, they definitely sexualized him. What else is there to do to him? He's a he's a bum. He's a bum. But I don't know. I feel like because we like he came on stream the first episode, so I was like, oh, there he is. But I feel like when I was watching him, I was like, I don't know, like, I kind of felt underwhelmed. And maybe just because, like, there were just so many crazy edits of him on TikTok, like, of him, like, wearing all these crazy outfits, like, of course, like, exaggerating everything. So, and of course, when they go on on TV, like, yes, he is, like, drawn very muscular. He's wearing, like, a really tight shirt, da 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 But, I don't know, he's not wearing, like, a bunny suit, so I was just... <laughs> I mean, I feel like they pretty much nailed him when it came to the body Audi. Yeah. I feel like I feel like they they probably did his face up a little bit more. He kind of ugly. They definitely put up his face. Yeah, because he's kind of ugly. Like it's yeah, he got a body. I feel like because he got a body Audi, that like makes up for his face. Definitely so, because he looks like shit. Like if he was like skinny, like if he was rocking a Gojo body, they would not be on him like that. I don't feel like they would be on him like that. No, but. I'm, but then again, they know. love I'm Nanami for, on the internet too. I'm waiting for whatever to happen in the manga to happen in the anime because something like snapped in the anime or something snapped in the manga and people was going crazy on the internet. Like, what is going on? And this happens all the time. Something be snapping in Attack on Titan and everyone talk about some, oh, Armin this, Armin that. What the frick happened to Armin? Something snapped in the MHA manga. Talk, people talk about some, oh, Bakugo this book. What the frick happened to Bakugo? I didn't know what happened to Bakugo until six months after it was trending on Twitter. Yeah, because we, we get everything delayed over here in anime land. Sure enough. That's why I need to, I haven't been on Twitter in a while. I stay off that app. 
Man, my 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 Twitter is so gangshin whipped. I can't see anything else. Anyway, so what do you rate the um the first episode? You know, as an introduction to the second season, an introduction to a backstory. How, I'll give it a how seven. seven. I'll give it. I'll give it a seven because uh, this is a thing. The way that I kind of like have to rate these first episodes are like in comparison to another first episode, like. It wasn't as action-packed as the first season, which, again, they're supposed to be informing us, I think, because it is a flashback. There's something we need to know. There's something that we're supposed to be getting out of this. But at the same time, like, as episodes go, I feel like seven is a good rank. Seven is a good rank. It's not mid. It wasn't perfection. The cliffhangers are pretty good, though. The the cliffhangers definitely make me want to, like, come back for the next week. I will say that like the the cliffhangers definitely have me on my toes. They definitely make me look forward to the next episode. But at the same time, it's kind of like I'll give this one uh like I'll give episode two like an eight though. Like yeah, it gets like an eight and a half from me. I have more action and like when I think J- JJK, I'm thinking action. It is a shonen, so but I can see how they're putting the pieces together. Because it, it, it can't be like Demon Slayer where you, you in the hot springs and then you're bumping, so. Yeah. I'm wondering, um, I'm wondering why old girl is like happy about being a vessel and being trapped for the rest of her life. Does she know that like, because Gojo was like, yeah, she's going to be trapped in the basement of the, the, the freaking high school. I'm like, does she know that? Because she's like, some, I am Tengen-sama. And Tengen-sama is me. I am Tengen-sama and Tengen-sama is me and my will will live through him. And I'm like, um, they said you're going to be sealed at the bottom of the school. So. I think she knows that, and she's trying to make the best of her situation. Well, I'm wondering, why does she have to do this also? I mean, I guess they'll get into that. Like, how did she get into this situation? Like, why does she have to do this? Is it like an... I know, like, the J- JJK is all about families and stuff like that, so is it like a family thing? Is it an honor thing? Also, why is she so young? She's only a second year in middle school. She's, like, 13. Yeah, couldn't they take her later than this? Tengen Sama needs a vessel now. <laughs> Man, you can't wait. You already like damn near immortal. Like you can't wait. Also, I, they need to explain who is Tengen Sama. Like we're we're getting information, and every time they reveal something, I have more questions. They're doing the Demon Slayer. They're doing the Demon Slayer algorithm. They'll put something on the screen and won't say nothing about it. Like hold on, you can't just put this on screen. What's going on here? Yeah, you. Why does this doll good. look like the upper one demon? I'm confused. Yo, your shoe was looking great in that flashback. Who? Your show? Who the frick is that? That's the that's whose model at the doll is modeled after. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, you're talking about Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. He was looking great. Yeah, he looks good. But I'm um, not talking about anybody looking good in this season, cause I mean they all look great, but like they're all like fucking high schoolers. I forgot that. I mean, I didn't forget they were high schoolers, but because we already like know what they look like as adults, like I'd be forgetting. Because they don't even look that much younger. Like they could have they should have made them made the age gap look way bigger because like why does may may still look like a grown woman she just looked like a grown woman with a different haircut i think she's older than them yeah i think i think may may's a third year I, they said everyone's year you know in the beginning but you, irrelevant information i can barely remember everyone's name shit i don't remember that girl with the scar on her face's name it's a he may yep never remembering that <laughs> You telling me it again, like I was going to remember it. Not pointless. You said pointless. <laughs> but um, okay. What did we miss anything? We talking about Tengen Sama. 
talked about Ghetto, talked about all the characters, talked about Toji. His raggedy self. Sure enough. Um, yeah, I guess we're just gonna have to see where the story goes. Okay, so what do you what do you anticipate will happen with uh, old girl? I'm pretty sure we watched her get blasted. I'm, if I'm not correct, the very first shot of season two, episode one, like Gojo was like fucked up um, on the ground or something, and then the girl was like fucking fucked up. There's no way she's dead this early. Like, there's gonna be some plot armor. Bro, she is an extra. She's an she's an extra, but but they're hyping her up like she's supposed to serve some important purpose. Look, being plot fodder fodder is sometimes important. <laughs> yeah, I like Ringo. Cool. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why do y'all let her talk to me like this? <laughs> oh my god! I know you did not just say that. Are you serious right now? Honestly, if they didn't put him on screen every chance they got, I might have forgotten about him by now. Oh, no, nah, you're not wrong. You know, I they, love him. But they God. bring that man up every chance. Every they chance get. they get, bro. That shit is annoying. I And you know, I love him. But it's just like, damn, can I get a break? Like, if anybody else gets clapped up anytime soon, I'm not even going to be able to mourn them because Tondra is going to be like, not again. <laughs> Nigga gonna have a Rengoku flashback. But, um, but no. Okay, so I think we talked about, did we talk about all the important stuff? I think so. Because nothing, because not much really happened in the second. So it was kind of like a setup. Like, we, they talked about old girl going to school, even though it was dangerous. And then we had that whole dialogue. She's a fucking with, idiot. Huh? She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Bro, she's gonna be stuck in a basement as a vessel for the rest of her life. Exactly. You want to go I would to school be, and see your friend I, one more time? Nah, I would be partying. I would be doing everything that I wouldn't be able to do. Like as a like, I'd be clubbing and shit. I'd be drinking. I'd be trying to experience life. Be eating everything I could possibly eat. But that's just me personally. Clearly, she not like me for real. Yeah, I'd be trying to learn curses and she, shit. I'd have curses. Learn cursive. Curses. Oh, curses! I said learn cursive. <laughs> I know cursive. Why would I want to? That's why I was confused. But anyways, it's like wanting to learn how to bowl, skate, all of that. Like you'd mm-hmm. want to experience those things. But I guess I mean she's experiencing in the capacity that she wants to. It's she's also that, like, like thirteen. Yeah, she is fuck. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. I was like, that looks like a middle school. And then they mentioned she was in middle school. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> that is a very like that. Like you barely living for real. You don't even know who you are for real at that age. I mean, I mean, all of the characters from Tokyo Revengers are in middle school, so I don't even know anymore. They living, though. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. She might need to go- join them. I don't even know anymore. She might need to join them, become part of their gang. Their, their middle school gang was so established that it is ruining NC's life in the present. I yeah, mean, that's crazy. establishment as middle schoolers. I'm pretty sure it's something that was passed on. It's, it's got to be something. But... Anyways, um, first of all, another thing is why is Tokyo Revengers not on Crunchyroll? Yeah, where is it? I have no clue. It's not a high dive either. I swear, if they're coming out with a new anime streaming service, I'm gonna shoot the CEO. First of all, if there's any more, if there's any more services, I'm done. Everything's getting washed on bootleg. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a okay. big, that's a big, that's jump. a big jump. Yeah, I know. It is what it is. 
what happened? What was the last scene of, of the second episode? Because I think I fell asleep. The last scene of the second episode? Yeah. Because I know they were like fighting. Like Ghetto was fighting old dude. And then Gojo had old girl. And he came up next to some bandits trying to go for the 30 million bounty. Ridiculous. They talk. He's talking about some. I'm trying to tire them out. I'm pretty sure that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, old dude can do this infinitely. Yeah, yeah. Toji's like, oh yeah, I'm trying to tire them out. Like, tired. and then he was like, oh yeah, if Gojo's there, she's not gonna die. Okay, so what makes you? What think is the grand scheme of things? What are we doing in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, because how are you gonna kill her then? The 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 scene where especially because um, his dude, luck looks like a shit. The scene where old dude asks, "Oh, even you?" reminds me of the scene where um, where Gojo was talking to Yuji, and he was like, "Yeah, Sukuna is the the strongest curse. Like no one can beat him." And then Yuji was like, "Oh, what about?" Or someone was like, "Who's strongest between you and Sukuna?" And Gojo was like, "Yeah, I'm stronger." It gave that energy between like Toji and and know. Gojo. Toji luck don't look that good from all this gambling he's doing. Yeah, I look like ultimate shit. I was gonna play into this. Or I guess that's just that's just a character quirk, a little comedic relief. I don't know. Being bad at gambling is not funny. <laughs> I don't know. Them trying to do character relief or character relief. Them trying to do comic relief with Toji was just kind of weird to me. Like, I don't know. especially actually, they sexualized the absolute shit out of him. <laughs> All I'm seeing, every single time that man walks on screen, all I'm seeing is a walking sex symbol. What? Anyways. Or a bum. Because in other scenes, they've got him looking like a piece of shit. He looks like a bum-ass nigga. (laughs) He looks like the dude that your parents tell you not to date and you date, and then he attempts to ruin your life. He he do look like he ruined someone's life. (laughs) Yeah, whoever you had Megami with. (laughs) He for sure ruined that bitch's life. Have any final thoughts? Any final comments? I want to see more of May May. Okay. Um, I want. I, I'm. I'm. I'm liking how it's going. I just want it. I want it to properly pace itself. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I just want it to properly pace itself, and I don't want them to get lost. I don't want to get lost in the story with no action, but I don't want it to get lost in action, no story. Yeah, they are both. Those are both not good scenarios. Well, on that note, Maymay's a baddie. Gojo's yep. a baddie. Um, apparently, baddie. apparently, Ghetto has weird bangs. Everyone keeps talking about his bangs. I'm like, it's not even bangs. It's just a string of hair. It's just, it's just a face like, streamer. It's like, yeah. He looks good. I like that on him. I do like him with the longer hair. He definitely hair looks better with longer hair, though. Yeah, and longer hair when he has it out as an op. Oh, yeah. He looks hot. Oh yeah, we need to. So things, things we need to know. I need to know how Utahima got that scar on her face. I need to know mm-hmm. why Mei Mei is so obsessed with money. I need to know uh, why Gojo is a psychopath, and I need to know why Ghetto decided to become a traitor and destroy the world. I also want to know why. Okay, so this is the thing. I was thinking about it, and like, um, there's a scene where, like, in the movie where Gojo like tries to to kill him and doesn't, and. I don't know if it was because, because now we know, like, at a certain point, he couldn't use red and purple and all this other stuff. So, like, he didn't have that much control. He probably wasn't taking it seriously. That's probably why, because he did, um, uh, he did make the comment that, like, using his powers was exhausting. To be so powerful, he's lazy as fuck. I mean, like, his, he almost has too much power for his body. Like, he has to literally walk around with a blindfold because his eye powers are too strong. 
<laughs> imagine that. Imagine your oculars are so good that that shit hurt. Right. But on that note, I guess we'll wrap this up. Um, I'm excited for what is to come. I really hope the season, the whole season is not a backstory and it's like half and half. I don't know. It is half and half. I looked at the arc breakdown. All right, nice. All right, well, on that note, let's wrap this one up. Bye. Bye.